hey, passengers, I know that every year around April Fool's, which is also like kind of around the anniversary of the show, we kind of break the momentum of the current arc. We have like a random AU episode, alternate universe episode. And uh, I, I kind of want to cut that expectation off right now. And I don't, I, I kind of like the way things are flowing. So what's going to follow is just uh, a normal episode of Goats on a Train. Welcome to Goats on a Train. This is a podcast we play Goat Crashers, an RPG by Grant Howitt. I'm your GM, Goat Master, Greg. I'm Hannah. I play Andrew Anderson, cinephile goat. Cinephile? Like, like as in cinema, right? Yeah, we'll find out more about that later. I'm Guy. I play Pippin, the uh, fainting goat, who's really, really looking forward to getting his booze on. No one ever says that. Get my booze on. Get my booze on. <laughs> There's a reason I don't usually do accents. <laughs> and I'm Stefan. I play Drix, the Breaker Billy here to Naga Philly. I love, I love how every single time you come up with a new fun thing to say. You know, gotta, gotta give a little spice, you gotta know? Gotta keep it fresh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As we were with this next goat party, you're, uh, you guys are all cheeky little goats. And right now we want to party. Problem is, uh, the current party is the uh, Imperial Feast of Gratitude party at the Astral Spire, where the Immortal Emperor lives. He and a bunch of other humans inside don't want goats to, quote unquote, ruin the party. Pussies. Yeah. But as your time on the Pride of Duskwall over this whole time, you've like seen the Imperial Machine. You've seen how much respect this emperor is worth. So you decided, after talking to the Severosi Magic Goats, uh, that you are going to get inside by any means necessary and have the best time. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's important that we do this for the people. Yeah, this this is uh, activism, mm-hmm. I guess. For goats. For goats. Hannah, I want you to know that rebellion starts not up there, but in here. Why are you, like, kind of doing Drix's voice right now? I don't know. <laughs> Drix, Drix is speaking to Hannah right now. Drix the goat. Hi, Drix. Bah. Gotta pet, pet your little head. As is usual, I'll kind of let you guys approach this how you'd like, but the Astral Spire is, you know, a tall spire. Half a castle, almost like a cathedral, since the Immortal Emperor is like an object of worship, even. Object of snoreship. <laughs> what? I'm hesitant to uh, to describe too many geographic details, because I kind of want you guys people to decide on your own infiltration routes. Listeners, I uh, hope you've already heard the Feast of Gratitude bonus episode, where we establish what is normal at Feast of Gratitude parties. <laughs> barrels. Everyone's wearing barrels. The, the people barrels. are all wearing barrels. There's a lot of fish. There's going to be a game. I feel like we can absolutely take advantage of the barrel thing. We, we go way back with barrels, honestly. My, my first thought 
is as we're like going in the door, we just do that like barrel walking thing and people will be like, oh my God, what cute goats on the barrels. And then, then once we're inside, we just change into human clothes and we're good. Mm, all right. I guess we have to get human clothes. Well, hold on. The barrels are the human clothes. What, what if? I guess the barrels are human clothes. What if we got like a mannequin or something and then just like had that sticking out the barrel and we just kind of puppeted the barrel around like a person, but it's a barrel and we're inside. So, so what I'm getting is you do want to use a barrel as a fun ruse to get inside. <laughs> I think I theme. do want to assign that find disguises difficulty of five. So uh, when you guys roll, you guys can all roll to uh, target the same difficulty. But right now we need five successes to find disguises. So who would like to start? Mm. There's there's people outside the party, right? Like they're, they're people outside the party, both entering and just watching. There's a red carpet going on. People are looking. Freaking that singer Sebastian Black is going. In and people are like losing their minds. I heard Laudius Dalmore the second is supposed to be here. He's a big name. <laughs> but also, like, just anybody with enough money could make it. Mm. So, folks from all sorts of walks of life. Oh, Annie Tompkins? Annie Tompkins in that bomb dress? Oh! Anira Ankuset, also known as Annie Tompkins. Yeah, she's walking down. She's got a very impressive barrel train. Okay. What, wait, what does a barrel train look like? What does a barrel train look like? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> You know, like a barrel skirt. That thing you didn't think existed until yeah, yeah. I told you it did. Yes. Yeah. So there's the barrel skirt. And then coming off of it, there's a, a train that has the same like inner rings. Okay. To make to make that curved shape. I'm not sure how that would work like physically, but I'll Well, she's got attendance. She's oh. got attendance to carry the train. Oh, sure. Okay. Well, that's yeah. I that's it. perfect though. Okay. I would like to use my fainting goat power to appear in front of like these these barrels and faint so it looks like i'm i'm a poor innocent animal who has been harmed and distract them long enough for my compatriots to steal their barrel all right all right so that's 2d6 for just to start 2d6 because this has to do with your goat type skill of fainting and you this is, has nothing to do with your favorite goat thing right I so. no i mean like i could make the excuse of just like being really loud and just like ah right as they yeah I think I think if if you bleat loudly I'll let you roll a full sixty six for this and the chaos pool is empty so I won't be able to oppose it sweet all right I'm gonna give a good uh a good proper bleat before we get started that's me getting knocked over by the barrels struck harmed injured and that is it's four or above four or above is a success so how many successes. Uh, only two, which is kind of lame. Only two, so we've got uh, three successes left in finding disguises. Particular barrels that you're jumping in front of? Or are you jumping in front of your alcassettes, or just like, because a lot of people are wearing barrels. Uh, anyone, like, there's a lot of barrels around here. I kind of just, like, wanted to just distract. I was under the impression we were going for, like, loose barrels. Oh, loose barrels. I like, I like, yeah, yeah, so, so, yeah. Uh, I'm going to add one die into the chaos pool. Excellent. Because that was uh, a little loud, but that was like intentional. Bleat loudly as you bump against some barrels, and there's a couple of people like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with this goat? It looks a bit like a giant rat. <laughs> I am the most sickly looking goat. Like, the, just the greasiest goat. Just very gamey. I want to stand on top of the barrels, but I don't know how that'll help. But my favorite goat thing is standing on top of stuff. 
Um, well, if you want to keep trying to, to get sympathy or something. Yeah, okay, we'll do, we'll call it like a distraction move. Clearly, something has gone wrong because they're calling Pip a little rat goat. And You I'm, can stand on top of me. No, I don't want to stand on top of you. I want to stand on top of the barrels. I'm a pygmy goat, so I'm small and adorable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to jump on top of the barrels and just be like, I, hello, I'm a cute goat. I'm not going to say that, but that's the vibe I'm going to be giving off. Well, you you could say that in goat and then... Yeah, sure. I'll say that in goat. Uh, would you like to? Sure. Do I have to? <laughs> you don't have to. I won't. I can add some bleat sound effects. Bam, 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 bam. So that sounds like, yeah, full 66. Uh, and then, yeah, once you roll, I will roll the chaos pool to oppose it. Okay. Um, that's five successes, maybe. You successfully find disguises. You're very cute. And they're like, oh, oh, aren't you the cutest little goat? It's a feast of gratitude. You like barrels, goat? Yeah. Oh, I bet, I bet they're, they're related. I bet. <laughs> I bet, like, this is, like, the little runs of the litter, and this is, like, the the one messed up one, and they must have been abandoned. I'm gonna bite someone. <laughs> here, here, we'll set up these barrels for for you guys. And then one of them, one of them picks up Fainting Pip and puts uh, him onto one of the other barrels. Can I bite someone still as they're leaving? You can certainly bite someone. Ow! Die for the chaos pool. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't decided if when I faint, I become like totally stiff or totally floppy. I think it's funnier to be totally stiff, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They start to pick you up and you're like, I'm just like <laughs> legs straight out. Yep. And they, they leave a third whole barrel. But after the bite, yeah, they, they clear the area. So the space is clear for tricks. All right. You guys have your uh, disguises. Do you want to do the mannequin trick or do you want to do the, the goat riding trick or what's the plan? Um, what is the most diehard move here? Mm. <laughs> I my goal for this party <laughs> that I rolled on the what do you want to do at this party that we roll every time? Yeah, every time we start a new party, uh, <laughs> the ghost needs to have a new goal to what they do want to do at the party. Yeah, uh, this time I finally got uh, recreate Die Hard, your favorite film, <laughs> uh, which is fine because I Hannah have not seen Die Hard. <laughs> From cultural knowledge, I think the most diehard thing to do is, like, active, uh, well, no, I guess it would only be active violence if I'm the bad guy. The guy in Die Hard, like, worked at the building or something, right? <laughs> no? Do you, do you want us to answer Die Hard questions No, I not? don't want right. you. <laughs> <laughs> want you to let Die Hard be what I've imagined it to be? <laughs> I don't know! Look, all I know is his wife was mad at him. Uh, and then at the end, the wife is like, oh my God, Bruce Willis, I'm not mad at you anymore because you did a die hard and it's <laughs> Christmas. Um, it was a really, it was a really important title drop of the eighties, actually. Was it? <laughs> okay. But I take from the laughter that he did not work in the military. Was he a firefighter? <laughs> like... You know what? Never mind. That's a, that's a different Bruce Willis movie. You can't let my knowledge of Die Hard guide me. We do have to go through the vents, though. That's that's a Die Hard staple. Oh, sure. I guess we can't do that yet. Use the Die Hard in your heart. 
how do you want to use the disguises? I suppose you could enter through air. No, air vents would only be on the inside, probably, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we can use the barrels to get in and then get into the vents. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I guess what I want to know about using the barrels to get in is: Are you like, do, are you doing the fake mannequin trick, or are you just rolling in? Do we have a mannequin? <laughs> we already found disguises. Would yeah. we have to find a mannequin? I no, I would. I would give it to you. There is a difficulty of just anything involving air vents, so that does yeah, line yeah. up perfectly. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's do the mannequin trick for now. Do the mannequin okay. trick. All right. All right. Uh, so yeah, you guys get the barrels with a with a mannequin that you had. A mannequin that we just had okay well you know there was there was a display across the street we broke in and you know we did a whole heist and we got the mannequin it just it just feels it's, like barrels it, would be a way easier thing to acquire no it's mannequin. it's the mannequin it's listen listen <laughs> when you guys got that mannequin freaking eight parties ago <laughs> i was like i need to do something with this mannequin eventually and now you're finally doing this and i don't want you to rob me the opportunity to get rid of this mannequin fine, fine. i can't i can't have no, it it's still my be on the friend. train i want to keep it <laughs> we're still keeping it you can't you're gonna have to like in story get rid of the mannequin we're gonna come back for the mannequin yeah, like don't think we're just abandoning it <laughs> it was it was way too hard to get it it's not like a one-use mannequin. That's All not right. how those work. As you guys head on red carpet, I assume you got like a hole poked in the barrel so that way one of you can see outside. Yeah. As you approach, there's a woman in a beautiful, beautiful dress. She's got red hair and these curls. She definitely normally has curly hair, but she's done something very, very sweet with it. As you approach, you see she looks up and down the, the mannequin, which means she also briefly looks down at your, your barrel. And she says, um, hello there. Uh, well, I don't suppose that your name might be on the, the guest list, would it? I got this. And you do recognize that voice. It must be Georgie from the train. What is Georgie doing here? I guess she's taking a side job. <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Hello there, uh, sir or madam, uh, gentlefolk. Do we think Georgie is cool enough to let us into this party? The the difficulty I'm thinking of throwing at you guys right now is this dude definitely suspects you're a goat. Time to do something. Yeah. Or four. But it is Georgie. So, like, again, if we reveal that we are, in fact, a goat just to hurt, do you think I, he's I, cool I, enough to let us into this party? I'm going to come in as the, the GM just to remind you that even though this is Georgie, even, even on the train where you're supposed to be, she's on your case whenever you're around the passengers. And also, whenever we do parties... Just assume blanketly that goats specifically are not allowed at these parties. Okay, fine. All right, all right, all right. So we just need to convince Georgie that we are a person. I, I think Trix is going to do a festive barrel dance. Yeah, impress her. If this is a side job, she's really gone all out for it. Let me tell you, this dress, barrel skirt, of course. But, like, the cut is kind of deep. Her hair, like normally you've only ever seen it under that beret, but now it's just like a little bit of braiding and just a little bit of sections for it to like curl out. Does the hair look tasty? The hair does look very tasty. No, mm. I listen, I get it, we're goats, but if Georgie's trying to get laid, I don't want to ruin it for her. Mm, that's fair, but also she can do better than anyone at this party. I, can she? She deserves what if, better. Uh, what if she wants to be a trophy wife? This is a great place to meet rich people. That's true. I, I did hear festive uh, festive barrel dance, Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Stefan, mm-hmm. go ahead and roll me your festive barrel dance. All right, so that's going to... 2d6 to start. 
Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it's pretty charming. Yeah, yeah. And this probably is not no mockery of physical barriers. No, you're not doing that. So just four d six for me. This is a mockery of social barriers. And it's I'm a going to of something. I'm going to oppose it with the two in the chaos pool. Oh, that is a one. One success. Oh, let's see if I can turn it to zero, though. I did just turn it to zero. <laughs> Stefan, you stepped again. Stefan, you stepped again. What, 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 what? <laughs> Are the rest of us allowed to do stuff, or is this like... That is exactly it. If you have no successes, you're in trouble. The GM describes how things have gone south, and the other goats will have to help you out. Uh-oh. You start to do a festive little barrel dance. You, you don't have your eye outside. You're, you're, you're pushing the barrel or whatever. <laughs> and there's a noise during the barrel dance of like something falling nearby you. And then you hear sh- a shriek of- Oh my goodness. Oh no. Are you all right? Where's, where's your legs? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the man, the top half of the mannequin has fallen, <laughs> has fallen off the barrel. <laughs> oh my God. Can we get a, f- a physiker here, please? Can we? Can we just can we just have the barrel roll? Like, <laughs> do you want to just make a run for it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's bail. Make a fucking run for it. She's distracted by that. We just look like a normal barrel. I, I will say, yeah. so this is going to be the equivalent of uh, evade the paparazzi, I think, mm-hmm. which is going to basically up the, up the difficulty of what you were trying to do from four to a six. But it does make sense right. for like a failure. I'm tiny, so I feel like. I feel like this is using my tininess. Oh, oh, so yeah, you guys are just gonna dish the barrel, make a run for it. I like it. Oh, or no, uh, is, is that what you're saying? I how, mean, how are you using your tininess? I was gonna say make a run for it, but whatever, y'all. Are you going to make a run for it in the barrel? I was thinking like barrel falls to the side. We run inside the barrel. The barrel rolls like into the. Into oh yes, the party. barrel roll. Okay, yes. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that works. I, I think this could still use your smallness. Okay. Are we all? And m- multiple of us can roll for. You take turns to roll as a group. All these obstacles are not distinct checks, right? They're they're obstacles. And so however many successes you get will be applied to the All six, right. and then however many successes somebody else gets will be applied to that same number. That's like what happened last time with the uh, fine disguises, okay. where first was two of them, yeah. Uh, roll four. Uh, that is one success. Let me see if I can turn it to nothing. I did not. So we only have one success. Which, uh, but we're staying alive, folks. Yeah, so the situation does get a little worse, though. So, thinking quickly, Angela the Pygmy Goat rocks her little goat body and uh, gets the barrel going, skittering and running. And, uh, yeah, you hear, Is there a physic or anybody? <laughs> As the barrel uh, hits something. <laughs> Georgie, I'm ah! sorry. Oh, no. What the devil is going on here? <laughs> How could you... The barrel is in the process of rolling over Georgie, who is like attempting to, to, to put it past her. Uh, who's gonna roll? We've got one success, so there's five, there's five successes needed. Georgie, I'm so sorry. I really did want you to get laid tonight. It said she got laid out. Ooh. <laughs> bah. Bah. Don't you, bah. You're not a goat. I'm the goat master. That's not a goat. Goat it master. That's, that's, like, saying, that's like saying you're a worker by because you're in charge of a factory floor. <laughs> wow. Help my goats have unionized? Yeah. <laughs> hey, support your, support your local union. I don't think my fainting can really help me out here. No, no, no. Unfortunately. But I think by bleeding loudly, I can get the crowd to kind of like disperse 
and make a little bit of a free space for us to get through. Yeah, yeah. All right. That is only one success. Oh my god! Oh my god! Let's see if it's zero successes. It is. <laughs> uh oh. Well, we still have my one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For each roll, I do the chaos roll. Sure. We're not doing great, fam. Nope. Uh, yeah. So you bleat loudly, <laughs> and you get off. The, uh, you, you get off of I Georgie. Don't like it when you do that. Sorry. You get off of Georgie. You hear her voice going past. Like, oh my word! They're goats. There are goats in there. Somebody stop it. Goats are getting into the party! Guys, I think we got into this. <laughs> um, and you actually hear... You gotta get into the vents. The barrel fully stops against a hard boot, and you hear a booming voice say, My, my. I wonder how many goats might be trying to get into this party. <laughs> Don't you worry. I'll make sure that the buck, or perhaps the ram, stops here. You recognize that booming, shitty voice anywhere. It's Lord Strangford. Bad. All right. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to buck against the barrel, knock this fucker on his ass. <laughs> yeah! This seems like a physical barrier to me. It does yes, seem like a physical barrier. Bite him in the dick. Bite him in the dick. <laughs> All right. Fuck this. That would be two fours and a six, maybe. That's a three. And I did not get anything on the chaos pool. Hell yeah. So that is four total for this obstacle. There's two left. Yeah, you fuck. And he says, oh my, a little bit of fight in you. And the barrel, I think the force of it, the barrel launches up and it's like spinning in his hands full like anime style, like anime volleyball or some shit. Cause he's like trying to hold it back. And Drake's just like pounding the barrel pavement. I want to jump out and, and land on his head. Yeah! I think that's six dice. I think that is uh, my standing on top of That is, that is, that is. I am going to add another die into the chaos pool because you are fully fighting Lord (laughs) Stan. Direct action! Had to be done. All right, that's three successes. All right, as long as I don't get two successes, uh, you have succeeded. Yep, I think that's one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Jump out, jump on. With his, you get a look at his his look. He's got a freaking uh, suit jacket with coattails uh, around his shoulders. His like salt and pepper hair is all like waxed, and you can like jump on top of it and just muss it up. Eat his pocket square. I think this happened to Die Hard. Ah. <laughs> yeah, he, um, as you jump on his head, his hands reflectively go to it, and the barrel collides with his face, uh, laying him out. You know, the barrel doesn't break or anything. The barrel buckles, probably loses a couple boards, but you shoot into the party itself. Now we're here. We're in the party. There's a lot of chaos going on, a lot of dancing. <laughs> There's a couple of very fancy chandeliers that are also just barrels suspended on fire. Um... There's a throne area with a drawn curtain. And every now and again, somebody walks up to the curtain and says something. And a hand, a long hand comes from the curtain and either like takes some food or shakes a hand or gesticulates with something. You understand that to be where the immortal emperor is. Uh, also nearby, you hear some tense conversation from uh, 
two people that definitely like paid their way in here. It doesn't look like they're of noble birth or anything, but they are all dressed up. <laughs> they're new money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to cede all of my power just because you think that you ran it better. I'm trying to acknowledge you as an equal, but if you're not even going to do that same to me, I don't think that I need to take this from you. Uh, and the response comes, Oh, trust me, you're not my equal, Fishbone, but I just know that it's tearing apart more than the two of us. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 Fishbone! Fishbone. Uh, my, oh, Fishbone and Taji. Made it in. My best friend who gave me a knife to hold in my g- goat mouth. <laughs> Everybody else in this party probably hates goats, but Fishbone is friends to you guys, goats. <laughs> As a scoundrel. We spent all that time on the train together when he was sewing away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's stowed away in the goat pen. Yep. <laughs> yeah, in the livestock cart. Yep. Or goat pen, as we call it. That's yeah, it's the goat pen. Uh-huh. It's where we live, and we're goats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um. What are everyone's goat goals this time around? I've already said mine is to recreate Die Hard. Oh yeah. There's also an air vent. Uh, uh, there's an air vent. You can see it. Uh, dope. There is um a middle-aged woman smoking inside, blowing the smoke conspicuously up into the air vents. Ms. Can is the conductor of the train and uh, technically your owner. She would not like to see you here at this party. No, she would not. Crazy that she's here. She's also like dolled up, lipstick, a fancy dress, but not a crazy, hey, notice me look that Georgie has while she's there. We'll say your barrel is like lost in the chaos. (laughs) Now it's just decoration. Lord Strangford walks by looking all must. Uh, and he says to her, uh, I'll be right back, Miss Candace. Yes, uh, uh, just some strangeness happened uh, outside. You wouldn't know anything involving uh, goats? For a minute, she grins. But then she says, uh, no, Lord Strangford, I, I wouldn't know anything about goats. Amazing. And he disappears to the bathroom. I'm just hoping that Crowley Coyote doesn't show up. Be bad news for everybody. All right, again, goat goals. What's everyone's goat? Uh, drink fizzy wine. Okay. Oh, yeah. Definitely loads of fizzy wine. By the fizzy wine, there is Laudius Dalmore II. Uh. <laughs> uh, with little Gaffo, just pouring more fizzy wine for him. Ooh, excellent. This kid is getting some cake. Oh, goodness. <laughs> is the cake by the wine? That feels great. Sure. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. Gaffo, Gaffo's chill. Gaffo's chill. The Laudius isn't so much, but... I mean, you've handled him before. We just need to get him to talk about his screenplay. Yeah! Claudius <laughs> <laughs> Dalmore's second secret screenplay. Mm-hmm. He really worked hard on it. <laughs> he did. His dad won't read it. Yeah, it's about fatherhood. Like, the, the relationship. Whenever you mention that it's about fatherhood, I just think of the sick burn about the third that yeah. Stefan did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Really, really annihilated Claudius. Toasted his buns. Yeah, so who's going to do a thing? We're kind of exposed now because we're out of the barrels. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say you're like underneath a tablecloth. (laughs) I think, and I will convey this, I guess, through a series of goat languages. (laughs) You all all can understand each other. Translation. I think at this point it serves all of our interests to get an event because you guys need to get over by the refreshment table without being noticed. <laughs> and I need to 
go up in the building. <laughs> That's true. That's something I know about Die Hard is that it happens at the top of the building. You, you know the, what? What's the height? Probably uh, at the, the top of the building would be the Immortal Emperor's private chamber. All right. So that's where I'm going. <laughs> but I think at this moment, getting in the vents does serve all of our interests. So, Andrew, why exactly do you need to get to the top of the building? I want to recreate Die Hard. <laughs> what's, a, what's a Die Hard? It's one of the moving pictures, you know? They screened it on the train the other day, and I snuck into the parlor car where it was playing, and I saw part of it. Oh, so what's what's it about? Well, there's a guy. His name is John McClane, I think. Um, and his wife is really mad at him. Oh, so he's he's Elysian. No, weirdly. He's like pretty acarosi. Huh. Okay. Okay. His wife is mad at him, so he goes to a building. Mm-hmm. Then <laughs> I don't then some more stuff happens. A guy comes in, he's like, I'm gonna really fuck up this building. I don't remember his name. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm on the edge of my hooves. Yeah, I know. Then he starts like, um, I think John McLean is like at the top of the building, and the other guy is at the bottom of the building, and he's like, uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna blow up the building. Um, and then they start, but somehow he gets to the top of the building, and then there's like a big thing at the top of the the John McLean is like, I think, doing like a bunch of MacGyver shit to uh, like make his way down through the building, but also a lot happens in the top of the building, huh. and they fight, and then his wife likes him again. Oh, his wife likes him again at the end? Yeah, his wife likes him again. The interpersonal story is really what moved me the most. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a pretty chilling love story. It was lovely. I don't have a wife, but, you know, I've been having all these weird little goat puberty related questions lately. And Mm -hmm. I think that uh, acting out this beautiful love story may help me work some stuff out. Ah, uh, I see, I see, I see. So this is like a developmental milestone for you. This is a developmental milestone for me, yes. Okay, well, um, if you need to die hard, then go ahead and die hard, I suppose. All right, you guys have fun at the refreshments table. I'm going to eat so much cake. That frosting, that frosting is delicious. I, I just wish I had some fabric to go with it. Um, you could have the table, course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm a nibble on that tablecloth. Greg, is the tablecloth all like lacy? Oh, definitely. Ooh, that's that's nice. That's that's the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Should, I do feel like we should mention that guy ate some paper before we started recording this. <laughs> I mean, as is tradition. To get into character. <laughs> it's simply how it's done. Guy is method, if you didn't know. <laughs> You guys are making it sound like a bit, and it's not. Like, the, the they put paper in their mouth, chewed it, and I at least did not see them spit it out. No, I I, I did consume it. Paper it's fiber. It's fiber. It's fine. Oh, my God. Okay. I just, I wanted the audience to know. I was like, do it on mic. And they were like, oops. <laughs> oops, I already did. 
I'll do it again. I don't care. And then they were like, I'll do it on mic again. And I was like, I don't think you should do it on mic again. I think uh, I think it depends on whether or not he comes across paper during his uh, refreshment. <laughs> Who's tackling a difficulty? What are we doing? Are you going into the air vents? We're, we're going, going into the, the air vents. All right. Well, first off, now that you've successfully entered the party, just real quick, uh, let's do what we always do whenever you enter a new party. If you have one, describe to me a party goer that stands out to you. Yeah, there's a human guy. There's a human guy in the corner eating paper, <laughs> which is, uh, as a goat, doesn't really phase me too much. But I've never seen a person doing that. Yeah, it's, it's a little weird. They're uh, kind of short. They're a little less well-dressed than everyone else at this party. They've got kind of like a, a white sweatshirt thing going on. <laughs> Acarosi, long hair, glasses, uh, wearing headphones for some reason, yellow and black headphones. <laughs> Listener, in case you can't tell, Hannah's doing that thing where Hannah will just describe you, describe you as a passenger, but to guy this time. Uh. We've never had be a party goer. It's true. I've never been a party goer. I've never been to a party. I'm not a. I'm not a party person. Well, this person is, whoever they are. Yeah. Uh, actually, they've got like a tag hanging out of their. Uh, it, I think it's a name tag. It doesn't say person. <laughs> <laughs> person. It's person. <laughs> You call him Percy for short. (laughs) I love that. We don't have to put this in. I just want to comment. I love that, like, there are so many neutral guy-esque things that you could have gone with that are still almost... You could have gone with, like, Bud... Or or friend, or, yep. but you went for person. I went for person. Probably, probably the second most clinical thing <laughs> behind human that you could have gone with. Yep. Uh, yep, 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 yep. Anybody have any other party goers that I guess may or may, or may <sighs> not be one of us right now? <laughs> okay. Um. So there is a tall Akarosi man with like shiny blonde hair. He's very upright, prim and proper. He's wearing a shiny golden tuxedo, but with the midriff showing. And he has with him a very like small portly Akarosi man who comes up to about his knees, who seems to be holding a lighter and... <laughs> generally trying to cause trouble only to be pulled back by his shiny gold uh his shiny gold husband is this a stefan original or is this a reference to something c3po and r2 star wars in our goat crashers this is why you listen to goats on a train your boy always kaiser so says <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gold one is is remarking on the cake like, oh my, this appears to be a Akarosi fish oil buttercream cake. That's now, the fish fucking oil, disgusting. The fish oil flavor actually is only very faintly preserved, but the cooking is very... And then <laughs> they suddenly notice that their, uh, their smaller uh, husband is not listening and is in fact <laughs> bothering some nearby children. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Any other party yard? <laughs> I had an idea, but I have no idea how I would go about it. So instead, 
who is the person that we got a job from that that had Stefan sing? Oh, Emmeline Gamelli. Yeah, Gamelli is here. <laughs> oh, dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love her. She's like, you see, she's like fully in the grift. She's wearing like um white hollow tuxedo. Stefan, can you give us um a refresher of how you as a goat sang in that one episode? Oh yeah. Uh <clears throat> Ba 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 ba. Ba 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 bleep ba bleep ba. Beautiful. Yeah, she's wearing a white hollow, white hollow style tuxedo and speaking to everybody like, "Oh, thank you so much for inviting me here into the uh, Imperial City." So, air vents, Andrew. Would you like to roll? Currently, currently, you're looking at a three for difficulty. However, your chaos pool is also at three. Yeah, okay. If you want to clear the chaos pool, you can invoke chaos and party hard. I think, I think I can roll six on this. I think I can, like, go jumping on top of stuff above the party goers' heads. And that would take advantage of my smallness uh, and my, my talent. So I'll just, I'll roll the six. That is three successes, so you probably can get me down. But But we'll see. We'll see. Nope. You can't. All right. So, yeah, you managed to, um, you jump around, you jump past. This does feel very die (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's a a brief moment person takes their headphones off to, like, hear you, but you manage to uh, evade them. You you manage to to get a path for your your, your, your two friends here. As you climb into the air vents, are you going to say that, like, famous diehard thing? (laughs) <laughs> you know that famous thing that, that, that he says when he's in the air vent? No. Yeah. You know, the thing. Uh, die hard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 listener, somebody who's listening, could you please Photoshop the image of John McClane in the air vent uh, and, and, and have him say, die hard. <laughs> God, please. No, we're not telling you. You asked us not to tell you anything, and we're going <laughs> to. We're telling you nothing about Die Hard. I told you that he said something in the air, Oh, this is so good. <laughs> God, we've been we've been waiting we've been waiting for like two years in this campaign for this Nobody's one to come up. Dead. Nobody's <laughs> rolling to create diehard. Like said in the fucking in the fucking character creation episode. We were like, and it was like, I've never seen diehard. We we're like, it'd be really funny if you got it. <laughs> <sighs> oh, incredible! Uh, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Perfect. You're in the air vents. You rocked it. Uh, you can you can make it to the top, uh, and there is also a route to get get close to the uh, food and drink. All right. Peace out, lads. Please come find me afterwards in case I have died. Uh, because the movie is called Die Hard, so I feel like there's a non-zero chance of me dying hard. It's, it's not exactly uh, encouraging, is it? Yeah, but I'm gonna try. It's worth it for my team development, which is what I've decided the logic for this is.
you've got to do whatever you can to make sure that you get through these teenage years. Yeah. They're hard. It's rough. I know that you can live free or die hard. Is that... <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty good. Where'd you get that from? I just made it up. You kept throwing around die hard. I figured, we, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, while you're in the air, but... While you're while you're in the air vents, uh, you hear you hear the sound of another person who's definitely just here because he has money. Say, "Yippee ki yay, motherfucker!" I just, <laughs> I just know these old specialized about are finally gonna get to gaze at that old emperor. This is gonna go well for him. If you fought off his gang when they tried to rob the train, uh, yeah, it's oh. Coleman Ganasher. Oh, okay. Hmm. I just, I simply couldn't picture him saying yippee ki motherfucker. <laughs> I guess we split. Trix and Pip first, since they could kind of tackle a difficulty together, probably. <laughs> because I'm going to give you a tough difficulty. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm going to remove one from the cast pool because you just did something sneaky. See if there's two in there right now. So, as you guys approach the air vent that is close to the food, there's the cake, there's the fizzy drink by Laudius Dalmore, but between you and that, there is just a wide buffet of all sorts of fried fish, sautéed fish, <gasps> stewed fish, and all sorts of great things that go well with fish. It sounds scrumptious. Thick chips, talking bread, oyster crackers. Oh, I see spinach and that sort of thing. It's not to mention the plates. Mm. <laughs> you can you can tell from here from looking at the shine on them. These are a crunchy, a crunchy ceramic. <gasps> none of the, none of that metal shit on the train. Mm. I wanna, I wanna eat that plate. So uh, the difficulty I'm putting in front of you guys is resist the lure of the buffet, which is twelve total. Oh jeez! But once, once you guys get through this, you will be to your goals. <laughs> buffet is so tempting. I have an out-of-character question. Yeah. Uh, can goats eat ceramic, like, <laughs> healthily? Um, as much as anyone else can, I guess. <laughs> I know all I, what, one key thing much. that I know about goats is that goats love to eat anything. They, that's true. Well, uh, Greg, I know one other thing about goats. <laughs> What? What? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> As a famous and popular early 2010s game taught me, goats can clip through walls. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna goat simulator us? <laughs> I am, in fact, gonna goat simulator us. Chaos, 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 chaos. <laughs> Okay, if you want to, this does sound like something that would use the chaos pool, but it only has two in it right now, so you might not want to do that. But you can also, this is breaking through physical barriers. Yeah, yeah. This is, in fact, breaking through physical barriers. Big recording session for me and media. I've, I know only. We'll tell you all about Goat Simulator later. It's great. Oh, yes. (laughs) Your boy rolled three, uh, three successes out of four. Let me see if I can reduce it. Uh, you rolled two successes. Uh, after my chaos pool. Understood. But that's still not enough to make it worse. So good. There's ten left on the difficulty. I think you like bounce between the vent and the soft body of Pippin McKeel, the fainting goat. When his fainting ragdoll activates, it clips you through the wall. 
hits you with some velocity. You manage to get past the bread in the buffet. Now you're like down, not underneath the uh, tablecloth. From one side, you're protected by the tablecloth. The buffet's right there, but also that cake and fizzy wine uh, still ahead. Okay. We got a lot to roll. You got a long way to roll. Okay. How can I bleat loudly to make this work? You are in the vents, so a bleat could echo to other locations. Oh, I like that. I'm going to try and bleat in the opposite direction and try and draw attention away. Yeah, I like that. That is two successes. Beautiful. Let me uh, see if I can reduce it. Better not. I did not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will add another die into the chaos pool, so it's three now. So it echoes around, and there's a, a moment at the other side of the party where finally uh, Lord Strangford rejoins Candace and says, Well, uh, you can uh, put that thing out. Just, I think it's about time you and me have a talk about... And as he says about, the bad noise comes in, so he says, A bad... And Candace goes, A bad... Oh, okay, just because I've got the goat train, you think you're going to make fun of me with the, the goats? Listen, Lord Strangford, you may be the Minister of Preservation, i got to deal with a lot of stuff, but I don't got to deal with this. <laughs> and she starts to walk away. Thank you for being more quietly in, in real life. I, I genuinely appreciate it. <laughs> Eight difficulty left, as yet. Yeah, you're able to slip on out into the... Actually, no, I'm going to put one more into the chaos pool, so it's four, because the chaos pool is supposed to represent suspicion that goats are here, and a bad noise... Yeah, that warrants a two die. Probably you're also able to get past the uh, the bread and uh, the stew, the nice ceramic bowls with chowder and other sorts of uh, liquid preparations for fish. You're, you're you're able to get past those. Excellent, but that buffet is still very tempting. Andrew, so you're heading right to the top, the astral spire. Get up to the very top. You know for sure this must be the uh, immortal emperor's private chambers. Large canopy bed. And a strange occult symbol taking up most of the floor. You see at the edge of the occult symbol a curtain. You can't see behind the curtain. But in front of the curtain, as goats are attuned to the supernatural and goats naturally can witness the goat's field, you see echoes of the goat's field. Blue echoes. At first, it, it seems like a strange scene that you don't recognize. Party scene. But when you're looking, you actually see from one corner blue spectral representations of Pippin and Trix. This is some sort of representation of the party. One of the echoes comes over to the curtain, says some things that you can't quite hear, and you watch. The curtain is disturbed. The curtain is disturbed by something that you're not quite able to see, and a spectral, floaty hand appears in the goat's field, and then it, like, returns. Interesting. Can I eat the curtain? Sure, sure, sure. Do I have to roll for that, or can I just do it? I think you'll start to uh, eat the curtain. Okay. Yeah, you just start to eat the curtain. And as you eat it, you hear a voice that at first sounds like it's coming from all around you, but then you realize it's coming from within your own head. And it says, um, Hi, my little goat. What brings you here to the top of my astral spire? And we're going to engage the difficulty. Someone's chatting you up. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Remember what's in the room? Like, what physical objects are in the room? Uh, I mean, again, we can establish other stuff, but at the moment, there's a big curtain, a cult symbol on the ground, uh, and then your big canopy bed. Hey, I'm gonna stand on the top of the canopy and continue eating the curtain. Okay. 
If you'd like, you could party hard I because could. there are four opposing you. Yeah, there are. I don't want to like. Everyone can party hard once. Right? Everyone can party hard once. You just clear the pool, okay. which also makes life easier for everybody because the cast pool opposes you. I feel like I might have to do something more difficult later. Sure, sure, sure. <sighs> then no worries. Just go for it. I'm two successes. Jesus. Oh my god, I rolled four. Hey, listener, I rolled four successes for the chaos pool. So if this game could go into minuses, Hannah would be at minus two. Hannah would be at minus um, two. I'll tell you what. You jump onto the canopy, still holding the curtain, munching, munching. And suddenly, as you're pulling it, you feel a tug. And if it wasn't the strength of what tugged it back that ripped it out of your mouth, it would be your mouth going agape. As you see a large hoof clutching the curtain. That voice within your head says, I thought we were having a conversation, my lion goat. <laughs> I think, I think you let, I'm going to add one to the chaos as you can't help but let out uh, a bleat of terror as you witness in the light, the four curled horns and hexagonal cursed eyes of the true form of the immortal emperor, a large, larger even than Drix, satanic goat Amazing. that stands on two bare human legs. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, it really is a Satan goat. <laughs> That's some classic Satan goat stuff. Are we cutting away as a cliffhanger? Or yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, and I, I would say, I would say, everybody in the party hears a high pitch. <laughs> yeah, everyone hears that. So I had once, I had once the cast pool, but also you two are like, that's Andrew. <laughs> mm-hmm. The lure of the buffet, though. Lure of the buffet. You're still trying to get away. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a lure. No, if, yeah, if they don't right. succeed, if they don't get eight more successes. <laughs> 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 we gotta we gotta help go we get those uh and help and uh, i mean look at those wait uh, <laughs> at the sound of the they're shouting somebody drops a plate and it shatters scattering some ceramic chips and shrimp in front of you oh oh no i uh when you give me a roll currently the cast pool is at five if you want to empty it i'm gonna party hard You roll your dice, and then I'll roll my five. I'll tell you how much you add. Cool. That's four successes. Oh my gosh, you could do this. There were only eight remaining. You could do this. We could do this. Oh, three. Okay. They're one short, short, but yeah, you party hard. Seven finishes. Seven finishes. Yeah, you bleat. As you bleat, Laudius Dalmore looks up from his wine and and sketchbook and he says, Oh my, who's that? Is that a goat? Is that Pippin the goat? (laughs) Guffaw? What are you doing, Drix? Drix is going to poke his head out and like stare deeply into Laudius's eyes. I think actually Drix is going to clip through the cable cloth for it. <laughs> so that's charming and that's clipping. Mm-hmm, 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 go for it. Mm-hmm. Physical bra- boundary broken. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking go for it. <laughs> 
You just need one. Just need one success. Ideally more, though, because if you if you have only one success, then things get a little worse. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, it is Stefan. It is... There's nothing opposing you, though. Three. Three. Three, 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 three. Three, yes. Okay. Uh, my. These rectangular irises. Oh, my God. You... Gafo, Gafo. Hold on. I do believe these are the goats from the Pride of Duskwall that helped guide me to the life-saving medicine for you. Are you here to party? You know, this is a no-goat party. We can't have that. Uh, attitude to the chaos pool because you're fully just a visible goat. <laughs> Gafo, they need a disguise. Bring me my burlap sack. And Gafo says, I have a dear, Lord Danmore. Very good, Gafo. Now go change into it and give this goat your clothes. <laughs> and Gafo says, We. Let's go down the wall. Go change into it and give that goat your clothes. Um, and yeah, he, he starts to cut you a piece of cake. Andrew. <laughs> the mist in the goat's field disappears as, um, Instead of the clopping of hooves, there's the meaty uh, slaps of human feet on the stone as uh, he walks forward. His mouth doesn't dare open to bleat when he speaks to you, but you you still hear this voice in your mind. What brings you here? Last I saw of you, you were in Severos, further part of my empire. Have you come to rally for the troops in the fight against the Severosi Magigotes? What would John McClane do in this situation? <laughs> this is just like when John McClane was facing off against the bad guy from Die Hard, whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, I will say, I will say, you're really high up. There's like tall windows, big, big stained glass windows, taking up a lot of the wall. Okay, I do know that John McClane jumps out a window at some point in Die Hard. <laughs> Yeah, the difficulty against still five of someone's chatting you up. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, wait, sorry. <laughs> ah, fuck. Listen, I know, I know. It, I'm thinking. The Immortal Emperor. Yeah, I'm aware of who he is. Back early on when you like said that he was a, a goat, I, I was like, I kind of want to reward this. And it is like kind of true. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, love how you allow us to collaborate with you, truly. Um. (laughs) I would love to fight the Severosi Magigotes, but there's something that I need to do first. I've been studying, shall we say, the combat methods <laughs> of a warrior. What the fuck? Of a warrior named John McLean. And I think that if I can complete this training exercise that I'm about to do... I'll be far more useful 
to your goat army. The Imperium is not just one goat. Great many people and goats. Yeah. So wouldn't it be cool if one of those goats was like John McClane? John McClane is a fiction as portrayed by Timothy. (laughs) I am most concerned about reality. Reality in which I have I have taken upon my back for the past millennia, in which I hope can be inherited by good line goats like you. Well, you know what, sir? I'll show you that reality can be anything that we want it to be, including Die Hard, and I'm going to jump out the window. The the cast pool is at two. Would you like to party hard? I feel like this is a moment of party okay. hard. I think jumping out a window is just a second part to standing on yes, top of high things. Of course. Maybe could make a physics based argument that because I'm small. Uh, sure. <laughs> okay. All right. Wow, I did pretty bad, but I did get through successes. All right. So the difficulty's now three, uh, three remaining on the. Um, <laughs> Falling yeah. out a window. Yeah, you jump out the window. Um, <laughs> you jump out the window. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm going from here. As you jump, glass shatters everywhere. There's a glint from the light at the top of the spire. It's not a sheer drop. It, it thins out as it gets higher. Mm. So you're on the edge of the uh, the building. And as you, as you get there to the edge, without moving his legs, you see the two human legs supporting uh, a satanic four-horned goat body with hexagonal eyes standing next to you by the edge of the roof. Tell me, young kid, do you recall this part of Die Hard? No, I remember almost nothing about Any- Die Hard. <laughs> I really only saw like 20 minutes of it. Well, it's very interesting. Perhaps I can share with you details about how they went about filming the part here on the rooftop. Oh, no, you're going to tell me facts. Uh, there's three difficulty remaining and someone's chatting you up. But meanwhile... Capo uh, is in a burlap sack uh, <laughs> while uh, dressed up in, in little boy clothes. <laughs> his tricks um, being fed some cake by Laudius Dalmore, the second human man. Uh, and <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> oh, Gafo, look at him. He looks so silly in your clothes. He almost wears them better. And Gafo's like, oh. We miss you, Dalmore. As he laughs, some fizzy wine spills by the table where uh, Pippin the goat is. I'm going for it. Yeah, yeah. As you're lapping it up. Go, 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 go. There is the sound from above. Uh, shortly after uh, the, the bleat of Andrew Anderson goat. Andrew Lander goat? Uh, the shattering of a bunch of glass. I'll, I'll, I'll add one to the chaos pool for after that. Sure. I'm not sure how that indicates goats, really. Well, it's just anything loud. Okay. That's why, that's why it's not two. But it's, it's definitely loud and disruptive. And a couple of people are like, oh, what's going on? Fishbone pulls out a knife. <sighs> I forgot Fishbone. Fishbone pulls out a knife at the, uh, <laughs> the child that he's talking to. And he says, are those your guys? Are you trying to fuck me, Taji? And Taji says, please, Fishbone. Nobody's tried to fuck you since you were born. Uh, no, I didn't mean like that. 
No, I, especially you're a kid. Yeah, I'm a kid. It's pretty messed up. Are you a fishbone? No, I, oh, come on. Come on, guys. I didn't mean. Oh, well, 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 fishbone. No way you come out of this looking good, is there? <laughs> fishbone, there's a bunch of party guests walk over to uh, sternly talk to Fishbone. Fishbone puts the knife away and being walked away. He's like, I can't believe this kid outmaneuvers me every time. He's nine. He's nine. Yeah, that's why you should be talking about fucking. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> so many things. Anyways, uh, yeah. So many things. Anything, anything you two want to do, Pip and Tricks? Go for the that fizzy wine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're having a good time. <laughs> I'm having a great time. You're just having a good time. <laughs> I think Drix will distract uh, people in the general vicinity. Uh, how much chaos do we have in the pool? One, but you can increase it by doing something loud and disruptive. Ooh, I'm great at that. I don't think that would be helpful in this juncture. I think Drix is going to do that and party down. <laughs> Get up on Ladius's shoulders and like draw in as many people as possible with some wild movements. Whisper down to Ladius's ear, and Ladius will go, "Let's party!" <laughs> what do you What do you whisper in his ear? Ba 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 ba. Why does it take so much longer to say "Let's party" as a goat? It's a very sophisticated language. Okay. How you say something means just as much as what you say. You're going to get me fucking murdered. <laughs> anyways, anyways, yeah, go ahead and roll. Actually, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not even going to make you roll because this isn't, I'm going to actually help Hannah because Hannah's, <laughs> we're getting to the ends. I'm allowed to remove one if you do something sneaky. And I think this big public display of fun goatdom pull the heat off of any other goat shenanigans and also distract people from the shattering of glass. So the chaos pool is now empty. I was hoping it would shatter. It would, uh, it would uh, stop yeah, you from that's actually out of glass. That's actually what you were trying to do. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So, Andrew. Uh, well. He's threatening to tell you fun facts <laughs> about the uh, production, the production of Die Hard. I don't care about the production of Die Hard. I haven't even seen that movie. I thought it was your favorite film. I haven't seen any of... Uh, okay. Um, my favorite good thing to do is standing on top of stuff. I'm tiny. We're now like outside on a balcony. You're right? outside on a balcony. The chaos pool is empty. Okay. There's three successes necessary left. Okay. What's the shape of this building? <sighs> Approximate. Is it like sloped? Is it like... It can be sloped. Okay. All I describe it is as a cathedral and it gets thinner as you go up. I'm gonna... I'm going to climb. There is a glint at the top of a broken dagger. Zanira Alcuset was there at the party. You're reminded that they're looking for a shard of Lamring, the immortal emperor's own dagger, said to be able to hurt him. Okay. Um, and it seems the rest of the dagger is at the top of the spire. Oh, my God. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to like, climb. Uh, how big is Is it a normal size dagger? It's a normal size dagger. All right. How small of a goat am I? Well, you guys are Akarosi goats. Right? It's not Akarosi goats, but you are like like Shattered Isles goats. Well, I'm a pygmy. You're goat. a pygmy goat. So you're probably around the size of a full grown earth goat. I'll tell you what I want to do. <laughs> I want to go up, get the dagger, 
scrunch up my tiny little legs so I can tip the dagger over and stand on the knife side and mm-hmm. then use it as a slide to slide down the building. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Okay. Dope. I think that uses, I'm standing on the dagger that's standing on top of something. Um, and I'm using my tininess to fit on the dagger. All right, sure. All right. Hell yeah. All right. Three, three successes. successes. Yeah. Okay. You jump up there, and he begins to say, "Well, you see, the actor portraying the villain, Hans Group." I don't care what his name is. <laughs> you dislodge. You dislodge Lamring from the top. His eyes, his hexagonal eyes. Um, they shift at first, like rectangular, triangular, hexagonal again. In surprise, he raises up a hoof as you slide past him. You get a deep slash into his goat body um, <laughs> as he slides down the slope of the, uh, the astral spire on the dagger. I bleed my own dagger, lamoring to think that after all these years, of course, it may be the thing to finally wound me. And he starts like going on a deep poetic monologue, um, <laughs> deep poetic monologue uh, as you slide away out the front. I think, I think though, as you slash him, he actually opened his mouth for the first time and bleated in pain. <gasps> and as he did, down on the floor, every piece of glass shatters. Every single human person falls to the ground, clutching at their ears as blood uh, spurts from it. Jeez. But you goats, for some reason, are fine. Cool. But that was a big goat noise. You guys see actually out the front, <laughs> Andrew sliding... Uh, it might be time to leave this party. Just like John McLean. <laughs> I think I did it! <laughs> time to crowd surf out of here. Yeah! Yeah! And uh, yeah, you climb You climb on all the people doubled over in the pain of hearing the immortal emperor's true voice. Uh, true goat voice. <laughs> true goat voice. Uh, and you, <laughs> and uh, yeah, you escape to the Pride of Dusk Vault where you're meant to be. Oh my god. Oh. <sighs> we did it. Yeah, you did it. Uh we're gonna we're gonna take tally of all the oats in favor that you uh mm-hmm. you collect next time, I think. Yeah, uh, sounds like a plan. But yeah, we'll see we'll see how this goes now that uh you finally got Lamring. Uh, <laughs> the Severosi Magic Goats are gonna love that. Next time on Goats on a Train. Next time on Goats on a Train. <laughs> Bye. 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 April. Oh my god. April Fools! Holy April Fools. Duh, you, I mean, we... Honestly would not be opposed to doing this more often. You loved this one, huh? <laughs> you loved this one, didn't you? <laughs> I know I did. Uh, April Fools is such a blast. Thank you for listening to Goats on a Train. An April Fools joke by Ghosts on a Train. Goat Crashers by Grant Howard. Music by Sebastian Black and TJ Woods. With additional sounds... From Creative Commons Zero Sounds, found on freesound.org. Andrew Lander Goat, played by Hannah Levin. Adric, a.k.a. Drix, the Goat, played by Stephen Lewis. Pippin, the Goat, played by Guys Bell. And I have been your Goat Master, Greg Karobis. Thank you for listening. It's a real talk, guys. I think what I want to do for this, this is going to be a Feast of Gratitude party, but... Uh, it's gonna be like the Imperial Feast of Gratitude party. Like I think the Immortal Emperor is theoretically gonna be here. Oh, dope! But so if we kill him here, then the the 
podcast has to get rewritten. <laughs> if you kill him here, I don't know, it'll be funny. <laughs> he's not the same one. <laughs> you guys, you I guys. Think it's funnier if he's the same one. Then how are you, Andrew? I don't know. There's a goat named Andrew somewhere. <laughs> she has a, she has a spe- uh, suspiciously similar personality to the person named Andrew. You know what? Fine. If you kill the immortal emperor here, you're dead for good. <laughs> when when we killed the immortal emperor, uh, a tremor rang back through time, separating us into man and goats. Yeah. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So you already did. You this is the fulfilling. This is the closing of the loop. This is the closing of the loop, like in Looper. I think it'd be funniest if you are just goat versions of your normal characters, because this is like time for a normal version of goats on a train. Yeah, like that's yeah. the, the be a bit. What's your favorite goat thing to do? Bleating loudly. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's your favorite thing to do as guy. That's true. Of all, you, you bleated you bleated for the recording thing. And then finally, if you do have a D10 out, which I took one out for Hannah if you want it, uh, otherwise you can pick a uh, roll for what do you want to do at the party? Well, it can't be two because Andrew's still got to be a goat orphan. <laughs> um, Fine, I don't like that. I'm just going to pick. I think no one else is going with it. I'm going to say recreate Die Hard, your favorite film, that uh, the only one you've ever seen half of. Oh my God. <laughs> now, here's some important context for this. I haven't seen Die Hard. Oh, perfect. Oh. I think I have seen like the last half hour of Die Hard. That's exactly what Andrew the like, Goat would have exactly seen. Exactly right. <laughs> yeah. That's five successes, baby. Yeah, do you not believe Yeah, me? yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering why you have the D10 in there still. Because you put it in there. Uh, it was just for character creation okay. stuff. What are you talking about? We created characters months ago. About years ago. And Shut up, so God. it's five. For reference and for the record, the other one that I had in mind was Greg's sibling, Evan. But I have never met them in my life. Only heard stories, so I would not That's be able true. to describe. Yeah, yeah. You would you wouldn't be able to do a good one, probably. No, I know you're you're definitely just defaulting to them because you're not sure. Evan is a he him, and my brain is like rearranged over trying to imagine a they. Oh, they them Evan would be a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> They them Evan would cause like discourse. <laughs> I have no idea this is gonna make it into the episode, but this is funny. Probably shouldn't. <laughs> if, you, if you think it shouldn't, Evan does listen. Okay, I mean, it's your brother. It feels like this is up to you to decide. Mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I have no problem with uh, Evan hearing that. I think a they them version of him would break my brain. This program was brought to you by a network of dedicated artists with creative souls just like just like yours, 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 yours. yours Faustian yours, nonsense yours, thanks yours, you for yours, your patronage. Yours. Just like yours.